This is the PR Podcast, a show about how public relations helps you tell your story to the world. We talk with great PR practitioners who have the skills, creativity, and just plain savvy to get their clients noticed. Now here's your host, Jody Fisher. Hey everyone, and welcome to the PR Podcast. I'm Jody Fisher. We've had some great guests on the show so far, and we hope you've enjoyed listening to their perspectives on PR and on all the associated stuff that goes along with getting your message out through non-paid means, Uh, whether that's earned media, whether it's social media, or even whether it's direct communication like email. We've also got some questions that have come into the show, and I thought we would answer some of those this week. We'll take a break from speaking with some of our guests. We'll rejoin them next week. And we'll get some questions that we pulled from our Facebook page uh, and see if we can answer some of those. Before we get into the questions, I do want to remind everyone to please subscribe to the show if you haven't already. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on a number of different podcast platforms. So we want to ask you, if you like what you've been hearing, please click that subscribe button. It really helps us out. And also find us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So send us a comment or question there that we can answer on a future episode. You can also find our show page on anchor.com. That's what we use to upload the podcast out into the podcast universe on all those different platforms. So go to anchor.com, search for the PR podcast. There should be a button there where you can click and send us a recorded message uh, and ask us a question or make a comment. If we like something that we hear, we might use it on the show. Uh, Or if you don't want to actually have us air it on the show, we can just transcribe the question uh, and and still use it. But uh, the the most important thing we can do is just be trading information back and forth. That's what we want to be here. We want to be a resource for you. Sort of get you, if you don't know what PR is, get you into PR. If you know what PR is, talk a little bit of shop uh, and share our tips, tricks, advice, best practices, uh, and and just get a good conversation going. So check us out on all those different platforms uh, and, and get engaged with the show. So let's get to a couple of these questions that we've got off of our Facebook page. Um, Chris from New York writes, for a company looking to start working with a PR firm, what should we be looking for? Should we we be looking for a big firm, a boutique agency, a freelancer? Great question, Chris. And the answer is going to be uh, different depending on what you need. And you didn't say what your business was, so um, it, it kind of all depends on what you need. I think when you're looking to engage with a public relations agency or someone who's going to do public relations for you, maybe it's even someone you're going to hire and bring in, right? I think you need to start just by asking the right questions. Uh, and some of those right questions to me are things like, tell me about your clients. Um, who do you represent? Uh, what type of work do you do with them? What do you do for them? Um, you're trying to get a feel for uh, who they represent, but the type of work that they do, and also the way that they represent uh, those clients. Uh, ask them about a campaign, maybe, that they did for one of those clients that went really well. Um, they, they should really want to pound their chest on this one. So uh, ask them to give you a little show and tell on a campaign that, that really did well. Um, ask them to dissect why they think it went well 
um, and what they might improve next time or, or what they want to reuse for other clients. Um, you know, a big part of PR is sort of rinsing and repeating, right? There's not a, a heck of a lot of rocket science that goes into public relations. You, you find stories, you pair them up with the right reporters, and you get those stories out to the reporters, and then you help the reporters write the stories um, that they and you want to write. And, and hopefully, you know, you, there's a meeting of the minds there, and you're able to mis help the reporter write the story that's interesting to them and their audience, and that's beneficial to you and your client. So ask them about their clients, um, have them run down some of their clients. You know, if they don't want to tell you about their clients, that's a big, uh, a big neon sign that maybe you don't want to work with them. Um, tell them about a campaign, ask them about a campaign that went really well. Um, and ask them who's going to work on your account. You know, if you're, if you're interviewing with large firms, especially, you may interview with the top people, right? You may, you may sit down with the president, you may sit down with some senior vice presidents or what have you. And then after you sign up, they may kick that account to a junior person. Now, there's nothing wrong with a junior person, don't get me wrong, but there needs to be, uh, and you want to make sure that there is, some senior oversight, some wisdom that's going into your account. Your day-to-day -day might be a junior person, and I think that's totally fine, but you also want to make sure that you've got regular contact with a more senior person who has simply done more than that junior person has done and can guide that junior person. Um, and make sure that the account is always moving forward and that it's getting you where you want to go. A couple of other questions you might want to ask uh, on the business side of things. You know, am I, is it an hourly rate or am I paying a retainer? Are there any extra costs involved? Um, I'll tell you that I always um, work with clients on a retainer basis, a monthly retainer basis. I just think that's beneficial for everybody. It caps the cost for the client. It makes sure that they're not paying extra. You know, uh, PR is... PR is always a business where you overwork and underbill, right? It just it just happens that way. You're always putting more work in because there's that there's that two minute email after hours um, or multiple of them <laughs> if you're me. Um, but th but there's always that little back and forth, right? There's a quick phone call to a reporter. There's a quick phone call to that one. There's an email. There's a response. There's a thing. There's a lot of you know not sit down and focus, you know, for a half hour or an hour on the, on the project, but five minutes here and five minutes there and two minutes there and this response and that thing and get up early. And so, so PR always under bills, right? And, and so an, a, a, a monthly retainer will always help the client cap the cost because otherwise you're filling out timesheets for five minutes here and five minutes there. And by the time you get to the end of the month, it's like twice what you probably would have paid if you were uh, working on a retainer. Extra costs, we're talking about anything from like, if you need to mail something, you need to mail a package to a client, you need to mail out uh, media kits. You know, I prefer the digital media kits and I think they're, they're not uncommon these days. 15 years ago, they might've been uncommon. Um, but if you need to mail anything to anybody, send anything to anybody, especially if you're working with product PR, um, you're just sending out samples or you're selling, sending out the product or you're sending out all types of different things. Um, Make sure that all those extra costs are also outlined in any kind of contract that you, um, that you sign. Um, here's one thing that you shouldn't bother asking any PR person. Who are your contacts? <laughs> and it makes me laugh because um, 
would you know if I told you, you know, oh, sure, Joe Smith at the New York Times. I'm really good friends with him. Would you know who Joe Smith is if they, if they hit you in the head? Now, granted, there are a few reporters. Fine. You know their bylines, right? You can pick up a paper or turn on the TV and you see or, or read someone's name. But a lot of, uh, very few of those people are actually the people you're going to be talking to. You're going to be talking to the editors and the producers and the behind-the-scenes people who are going to make the story decisions and then hand them off to a reporter. Um, so, so don't bother asking a PR person who are your contacts. Um, because the other side of the coin is, and especially if you're getting involved in a new area um, of, of your practice, I mean, let's say you're getting into a new industry or you're getting into a, a piece of business that you haven't really worked in before, PR people, part of our DNA is finding the right reporters. Um, that's what we do. We're part detective in that regard. If we need to find a reporter, we go and we find them. Because the other thing to remember is that reporters turn over at outlets all the time. Um, you know, and, and more frequently even now than they did years ago. Um, there'll be reporters who jump to new outlets. There'll be reporters who retire and a younger reporter comes in behind them. Reporters turn over all the time. Reporters move to different beats all the time. And so asking someone who their contacts are is really kind of a useless, I think, a useless question. Um, if PR people need to know how to find reporters, and we we know good ones know how to find reporters. So asking who your contacts are really not important. But I would say ask a PR agency or ask someone who you're looking to hire to do PR for you. Tell me about your clients. Tell me about your successes. Tell me about what you think you can do for me. And then of course make sure you've got the the business end of the conversation buttoned up. Great question. Thanks so much, Chris. Uh, on to the next question. Gwen from Arizona writes, how should you measure PR success? <laughs> this is a terrific question. Uh, and I heard all the PR people out there just cackle out loud because uh, this can get so messy. There is an entire industry and an entire set of companies that are built on measuring PR success, metrics and impressions and hits, and there's dashboards and there's reports and there's all kinds of you know, gadgets and doodads that you can access um, to, to deliver what passes for um, success uh, in the eyes of the client. Uh, and, and, and many times those things are built, I mean, they can be very useful, but many times they're built to communicate something that a client doesn't quite understand and um, is challenging to describe to someone who does not work in this area. So. It, like I said, it can get it can get really really messy. Um, I think the the way that I urge clients to measure PR success is to for you to ask yourself: Do people know who you are? Do people know who your what your business is? Do people know where to find you or what you do? Or you know when your name comes up, do people know? Oh, I know that. It's that that thing. Because um, you engage in a public information campaign, like a PR campaign, to drive your business goals. But PR is not necessarily about making your cash register ring. It's about creating the awareness and the exposure for who you are and what you do that will contribute 
to making your cash register ring or your phone ring or what have you. Um, PR does not measure units sold or donations to your charity or visits to your museum or what have you, but it does help to drive those things over the long term. And that's the other thing that I, I really urge people to take into account when they're thinking about PR. It's not a spigot. You don't turn it on and turn it off and turn it on and turn it off. You turn it on and you leave it on for a prolonged period of time. And I'm talking about at least six months and more like a year to two. Um, that's what it takes to break through in people's consciousness. Um, especially when you're talking about something that is, you know, sort of low octane. I mean, if we're to use a current analogy, if we're talking about like a political election, okay, you turn it on, you turn it on hot. Um, everyone's reporting on it. Everyone's talking about it anyway. So we're going to focus on it. So yes, something like that, you can turn on and turn it on, uh, hard and fast and get your message out. But for something that isn't sort of beating people over the head in a news cycle, you need to, to lean in and to dedicate yourself to a long-term vision of what your story is going to be and how you are going to tell it to the world. Um, what PR can do better, too, than advertising, uh, when you talk about advertising here, is it can conserve budget. Um, now, that's not a knock on advertising. I'm not saying that, you know, and I'm not saying that PR is cheap either. Um, paid campaigns are just factually, they're more expensive than PR campaigns, right? With an ad campaign, what do you have to do? You have to develop the creative, you have to buy the space, you have to measure, you have to report, and that can take months. It can take months to actually develop um, uh, an advertising campaign depending on what the client needs. Um, it take a very long time and get very, very expensive. And I'm talking six figures expenses, maybe more. Um, PR, conversely, can ramp up in just a few weeks or months it can go for a year on uh, the budget that you might just spend developing a creative ad campaign, much less actually executing it. Um, again, I want to be clear, I'm not knocking advertising. In fact, PR and advertising work together really, really well. Uh, and, and they should work together. You know, you should be broadcasting the same or similar messages uh, through an earned media campaign and a paid media campaign. Um, but if you're looking to conserve budget and get your message out, especially if you're a small firm or you've got a limited budget, and I'm talking about it, I'm not talking about someone who's trying to be cheap. I'm talking about a truly limited budget. Um, PR can be very, very effective because, like we said, you want to turn on PR and you want to leave it on for a long period of time. Uh, you can't just turn it on and turn it off and turn it on and turn it off and expect to be successful. Think about, and it's the same analogy with social media, right? You can't send out a tweet. Um, you know, one day and then let your social media channel go fallow for six months and then send another one and expect to get any kind of traction, right? PR is the same way. It's that conversation. It's that back and forth. It's that engagement. You really need to be out there all the time because what you're also doing over that period is you're developing the relationships with the reporters. You're getting in front of them on a regular or frequent basis. And the reporters are readjusting their view of their universe and the things that they report on. So suddenly you're in front of them more often and they go, when a story comes up, they go, oh, I'm going to call Jody because he's got that client about so-and-so. Um, or I'm going to call that, that company um, 
who who can talk to me about this because they talked to me like they sent me this thing like like a week ago or two weeks ago or even a month ago um, I'm gonna call them that's what PR does for you it it gets you out there and it puts you in people's consciousness and it lets people know who you are and what you do and makes you part of the conversation Great question about measuring PR success. We have a bunch more questions, but wanted to keep things brief this week. So we'll leave it at that for now. We'll get back to our guests next week. Uh, But we'd love to answer more questions as they come in. So again, please send questions to the Facebook page. You can DM them to us. Um, You can send an email. You can send a message on any of the the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, Please check us out there too. Subscribe, follow, like, etc. Or like we said, record your question on our show page on anger.com. Just search for the PR podcast. There's a button there. You can click it turns on your microphone, you can send us a little little voicemail. Uh, and please remember to subscribe to the show. We get a new episode uh, uploaded every Monday morning to take into your week and try to make your week uh, a little bit more productive, uh, especially if you're a PR professional and working in this area. We love to share our knowledge with you, and we want to hear from you. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it, and we'll see you next time on the PR Podcast. Mm-hmm.